welcome to Aviation United by Aviation Zero. I'm delighted to be chatting with author, blogger, speaker, freelance writer, and host of Tea Time Tuesdays podcast by the sassy scribe, Raquel Sharon. A very good day to you, Raquel. How are you getting on? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. So let's let's get this started because it's, it's kind of interesting because we're going to be chatting about dating today. And there's a lot of questions that we need to go through. And a lot of our listeners are they're so excited to hear your opinions or suggestions with regards to dating <laughs> in today's in today's world but before we we crack on and start with that so where uh-huh. are you right now on planet earth right now on planet earth i am in canada and i'm enjoying this cool weather it's quite a change from my uh caribbean upbringing <laughs> okay that's a big difference all right <laughs> yes i'm originally from the bahamas so this is this is quite a change. <laughs> so what's it like in Canada? What part of Canada are you in? I'm actually in British Columbia. And so oh. the weather is is actually the mildest, as I'm understanding, in all of Canada. <laughs> all right. Because while people already have snow, we're pretty, um, you know, even though we toggle between um, overcast and rain, we have had quite a few sunny days so far. Oh, very nice. Well, in, in Ireland at the moment, we have as we have this fascination with weather. And we love knowing what every other country is doing in terms of uh, if it's snowing or raining or sunny. So it's uh, kind of jealous, because especially because you're from the Could we say Caribbean or the Caribbean? What's the best way to say it? Either way is, is acceptable. Um, I, I'm guessing maybe it's which part of the Caribbean. I think I say Caribbean. Oh, right, so, okay. yeah, I think it's it's where you're from. You'd say things differently. Well, we, we'll take because... your word for it. You're, you're the boss. You're the expert. <laughs> I'll, follow, I'll follow your guidance. <laughs> Because being here in Canada, I'm learning that I say quite a few things differently than the rest of the world. <laughs> All right, that's normal. Don't worry. You speak to an Irishman now. We we don't know. We we don't know how to speak most times. But anyway, we'll we'll say nothing about that. So, can you tell our listeners then a little bit? We know we are right now on the planet. So, tell us a little bit about your background. How okay, did you become uh, the sassy scribe? Well, I will tell you, it was it was quite um, an interesting journey. Originally, back in. 2007, I um, I have an associate's degree in business administration, and then I went back to school to do my bachelor's and ended up doing that in journalism and creative writing. And um, so after I was done with school, I went back home. And for 10 years, (laughs) because I went back home in about 2009, 2010, and we were in a recession. I think the entire world was in a recession. And we was hiring And so I could not get into my field, you know, my field of studies. And so ended up with a string of jobs that I was not satisfied with. Ended up writing a book, a book about all my failed relationships, (laughs) ironically. (laughs) And I had a website because what I wanted to do, I said, you know, well, since nobody's going to hire me to do what I'm good at, I guess I'm going to have to do what I'm good at for myself. I started a website and... It still wasn't quite what I wanted because it listed all my services, but I really, really wanted a blog because I love writing. That is my absolute passion. I'm good at a whole lot of things, but if I could do one thing for the rest of my life, it would be writing. And so I came across the word scribe because I have a a Christian upbringing and I'm very um, immersed in the church. I liked the word scribe. And I'm like, oh, I like this. And I wrote it down. What can I put before this? And I realized that I have a bit of sass. You know, I would answer your question, but it's going to be 
It's going to come with a little sauce. And so that's how the Sassy Scribe was birthed. And um, so now I'm the Sassy Scribe. And I I pretty much, my blog is really truth. Um, I I don't want to fake. And I'm very transparent with my life and the things that I've been through. And so that's really the birth of the Sassy Scribe. And is, is the sauce, is it spicy? Sometimes it can be spicy. Sometimes it's a little mild, but it all depends on the subject matter. Because, oh. you know, you don't want to be talking about something sensitive and being too spicy because then your audience won't really receive the message. No, totally agree with you. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, so then what about, I mean, dating I mean, in today's world? I mean, is there a perfect date? I don't think there is such a thing as a perfect date. However, I don't think it's universal. I think the perfect date is is it's all relative to the person that's on the date. Because to me, Raquel, a perfect date, like I love coffee. I often tell my family, look, if something's wrong with me, if I have to go to the hospital, just tell them, put I coffee in my IV and I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, you know, I love coffee. So for me, a coffee date is perfect. Whereas I knew, I know some women who, you know, it has to be a fancy, expensive dinner coffee dates and a walk for me is, is perfect oh wow okay I'm sure, all, yeah. I'm sure all the men out there would be delighted to hear that I mean <laughs> is it because is it because like we're watching these movies and we, we expect we watch all these Hollywood movies or or these uh, romance or rom-coms that this is what usually happens the first date is you know a, a nice restaurant or a nice hotel and then we have this in our minds that that's the way it should be is that is that the way women and men think you know, women do love the rom-coms. I, I say, you know, Christmas Hallmark movies are all the same, <laughs> the same oh. storyline. <laughs> but I'm gonna watch it anyway. Okay. Um, but I, I think for me, why I think a first date, especially coffee, is good because, hey, I don't need you to spend tons of money on a date. And in conversation, I can conclude, you know what, this is not gonna work. Okay. So for me, something, a first date or f- first several dates really needs to be something where I can have a conversation with you. So what do you then, I mean, if this is a first date and you're, you're just looking for a cup of coffee because you love your mm-hmm. coffee, what, mm-hmm. what are you looking for on that date? Or are you looking for anything? Is it just to go out, have some fun, no, some sort of connection? Yeah, I'm not looking for anything in particular. What I, what I want to, to find out is through conversation, are you someone I should go further with? Because it doesn't make sense wasting your time and it doesn't make sense wasting my time and it doesn't make sense wasting either of our money. <laughs> because right. living, let's face it, is expensive, right? Yeah, and sure. so within that first, I always say, and people tend to disagree with me, I think that first 15 minutes of conversation, we can ascertain whether or not we should take this any further. So what type and of conversation think- are we looking for? I mean, because I, I, you're you're the sassy, you're the the spicy sauce at times. So, are we looking for a little bit of excitement? Are you looking for a bit of fun in the conversation? If the guy or girl are too boring, I mean, what what do we expect from that? Do we give them a second chance, or do we give them thirty minutes? <laughs> well, you know, for me, laughter is very important, and so I want to laugh. While again, the first date need not be very very serious in terms of oh. I am ready to walk down the aisle. No, but I need to know that we're on the same page in terms of where we're going in life, our belief systems. I need to know if we, we're going to be able to walk together, you know, the kind of way, because how can two walk unless they agree? And if, and if we're not going to agree 
on core values, then, you know, maybe we need to just be friends. Right. And yeah. is, I mean, I, I'm asked this question a lot because I have a lot of friends who are still trying to find the love of their lives. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my, my I won't say his name because he'll kill me, but one of my friends, are <laughs> <laughs> um, women, are women concentrating on the man's height? Is that important? Does, would that bother you that you mentioned there that like, you might have a, a nice guy who's funny and, you know, uh, certain values, but is the attraction, would height be a problem for you? Well, you know. Be honest now. Be honest. Explaining <laughs> something here old Raquel would be hung up on the aesthetics. A now 40-year-old, much more seasoned and experienced a little more life Raquel is like, you know what, the pack, we, we're actually too caught up on the package, you know, and so sometimes you miss out on a great person because they lack one, like, really, are you going to let three inches really deter you from being happy long term? You know, somebody who's going to respect you, somebody who's going to treat you with consideration, are you going to give up on those things because he is not the six two that you desire like come on no that's ridiculous <laughs> oh he'd be delighted to hear that <laughs> when he listens to this <laughs> podcast he'd be delighted but again but again that's something first conversations you need to find out because if a person is still hung up on the aesthetics then you know we need not finish this conversation you know the kind of way yeah sure sure no no I, I i totally agree i mean what about i mean i'm no expert at dating right don't get me wrong. Let's move on as quickly as possible. But what about then? What about then? Dating apps. When you when you look at these dating apps, I'm not going to mention them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know most of them as well. We, we most people know what these dating apps um, mm-hmm. present themselves, where you see the best pictures, you see right. you see the content, and the person's like, you know, I'm looking for somebody that has their SHIT together. I'm looking for right. somebody who, you know can take care of me I'm looking for somebody that has a career I mean are these realistic somethings or <laughs> or have we all lost the plot no I think you know I don't think it's unrealistic I think again it depends on where you are in life if you're a 20 something year old looking to have fun then maybe those things wouldn't matter to you 30 somethings that's that's the age where you're trying to establish yourself you're trying to you know as they would say nowadays secure your bag And so if you reach a certain age and you like have these things going for you, you have the career, you have maybe your own home, you have your money in the bank. I I don't think it's unfair to ask for what you already are. I think it's unfair to ask for something that you're not. (laughs) Like I think that's unfair. So I always tell my friends, like, you can't be expecting a guy to have a six pack and be athletic and be fit and have his debt under control. And you don't like, why would he pick you? You understand what I'm saying? So (laughs) I think it's fair to ask for what you have because now you, you match. Right. Now, I'm not saying that you can't get it or it won't happen. I'm just thinking, you know, if you're going to go on an app, like maybe if it happens organically, that's different. But going on an app means that I am initially attracted to what I see. Okay. So that's even before I hear if you sound like a man or a woman, I am first initially attracted to what I see. 
And so, yes, you're going to put your best foot forward on the app. Right. But so what about, all, what about the negative stuff? Well, you know, nobody's going to, to say, hey, I snore. <laughs> or <laughs> um, $200,000 in student debt. You're not going to put that on an app. No. <laughs> you know? So these, again, these are the things you got to find out in dating and conversation and, and through just trying to get to know someone. And, and I don't mean getting to know them biblically as we would put it, <laughs> but, but, you know, again, that's the way of the world. Like I got to know that we're compatible sexually before anything else. Like that's the least of your worries. Cause now when your bills are paid, nobody's in mood. <laughs> so, whether or not we're compatible sexually is the least of our worries. <laughs> so what about, so if you're starting out in these apps, so give, give <laughs> the men some, uh, some hints or tips of of what's the first thing you kind of would say i mean there's an app out there i'm not going to mention it and it's specifically for women and the mm-hmm. women kind of have control of the conversation so if you're trying to get the oh. attention what 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 do you as a man have to do to kind of be different from the rest oh that's a very interesting question i It'd think it's funny would be- or yeah, I think if it were me uh, looking prospects on an app, you know, just be you would be my advice. Don't, because again, you don't want somebody to be attracted to a false sense of who you are. Because if you're not funny, don't say that you're funny. Because now on a date, I'm expecting you to bring funny, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. or don't say that you're intellectual because maybe that's what she needs in her life. And, and then we get to the conversation. The only thing you're talking about is all the sitcoms that you watch. No, <laughs> like, can we talk about, can we talk about a book you read? No, and if you're not, and if that's not who you are, then don't say that. Right. If you're looking, if you're looking for somebody who, because there are still some men out there who, who like the traditional kind of woman, somebody who's maybe a little more domestic rather than goal oriented, then say that because then maybe there's a woman out there who wants to be that. Yeah, my only advice would be, be exactly who you are. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't try to make it sound fancy. No. <laughs> when then, I mean, when you get these messages and the first couple of messages, you, the, the two of you are getting on quite well, and then you hear mm-hmm. nothing from uh, the, the the other person. I mean, do you continue to try and interact and communicate or is the, the conversation over? Is it good to continue or try to continue communicating with the person or is it best to say okay they're not interested and move on yeah absolutely if if you're no longer communicating with me then that must mean that I've said something or there's something about me that you don't like I'm definitely not going to run you down to be a part of my life no oh <laughs> that's, yeah, the same, that's, that's the best answer ever <laughs> yeah no we're, we're not doing that not in 20 not in 2020 no. it's already been a rough year like no <laughs> That's funny. I will let you go in peace. Live your best life. Live your best life. <laughs> so then what about then ghosting? I mean, you hear this term ghosting, right? You go on a date with this person and uh-huh. you, you think you've had a great time. You think about the right. most amazing time ever. And that person says, I had a great night. I can't wait to see you again. You go, great. And then, and then you text them and you hear nothing back. What, what's going on? Well, I think, you know, sometimes when that happens, and to be honest, again, it could be that that person is not interested. 
sometimes, believe it or not, life happens, right? Yeah. And we never, we never consider that, which is, which is one of my pet peeves. Like, okay, let's say you called me and I said, hey, can I call you back? And let's say maybe a couple hours passed and I didn't call back. And then when you message me, you have an attitude. Don't do that because <laughs> you don't know, you don't know what I've encountered in those couple hours. Like if, if your first question to me isn't, is everything okay? Then that tells me a lot about your character. And I'm, I'm not prepared to go forward. So being ghosted all the time isn't necessarily that there was something wrong with you. Sometimes something may have happened on their end, you know? And so, but we, we're accustomed in society to always think negative first. Right. And so maybe, okay, so now the, the scenario has changed. So maybe we had a date. We had a, a great date. And I'm thinking, okay, this can be building to something. And so I message and I say, hey, just wanted to, to, you know, say hi or whatever. I hear nothing back. Now, I'm going to try at least one more, maybe maybe twice, depending on how much I liked you. Hey, is everything okay? Just, you know, wanted to hear from you. I'd send a message like that. And if after two tries you don't reply, then no, you go in peace. You just move on. Yeah, you move on. Because clearly that person doesn't want, the person doesn't want to communicate with you any longer. So say, right, let, let's make this even more awkward, right? So say, say, you've, <laughs> say you've had this amazing date and uh-huh. you've tried to communicate. And as you mentioned yourself, after the second time, you've had no reply. It's like, <laughs> bye-bye, all the best. Thanks, thanks for the nice, the nice life. And then, <laughs> and then you meet them in a couple of weeks' time or a few weeks' time and you meet them. What, what, what could you do? to avoid the awkwardness? What, what can you actually do? Is it, you know, oh, put, your head, even, put your head down and walk know. by? <laughs> I'm not even addressing that situation. Hi, how are you? Nice to see you. And I keep walking. Like I'm not, I'm grown. Because now then a certain group of women would be all, oh, so you can't, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Hi, how are you? Now, if you pretend that you don't know me, then again, I know how you feel toward me. But I'm not going to pretend as though I didn't see you or I don't know. No, hello. How are you? And I keep it moving. Very classy. Wow. You don't, have, you don't have to make it a scene. We don't have to do any of that because you know what you did. Like, I don't have to tell you what you did. You know what you did. So um, I keep it classy. Hi, how are you? And I keep it moving. And is this applied to both men and women? I, mean, I think it should. Right. I think it should. And it, and it all, again, all depends on the situation. If there was, if there wasn't any tension, if there wasn't an argument, then why can't I say hello to you and I see you out? Now, we're not going to be friends, <laughs> but okay. I can say hi, because now maybe what you've shown him is something that he's not accustomed to, because I'm, I'm a woman of color. You know, I would be, I guess, considered African-American. And so we're expected to be a certain way. And so I've had men tell me, like, my response in certain situations is not normal. It's not expected. It's not the narrative. And so now for someone like me, it's, oh, you're different for real, for real. I mean, in today's modern world, are we looking for too much in dating? I mean, is it better to focus on on yourself (laughs) rather than change yourself to suit others? I'll tell you the truth. I've, I've, in my entire life, I've only had four real relationships because I'm a long-term dater. I'm not a serial dater. Right. And so 
for me though, after each relationship, I usually take a moment. I take a moment to um, reevaluate and I evaluate because I'm an overthinker. (laughs) (laughs) I I evaluate the things that I could have done better in the relationship. I don't so much focus on all the things the other person did wrong. I kind of focus on, even though he may have done that, what was my response and how could I make that response better going forward, right? And so I do self-introspection. I take that time, you know, to ensure that I'm over it. There are things that no longer trigger me. So I tell everyone, go get you a therapist. Like, that's not just for crazy people. (laughs) Go get you somebody you can sort your feelings out with because if there's a doctor for your heart, if there's one for your brain, if there's one for every part of your body, then in the seat of your emotions, there's somebody who can help you fix that, you know? Yeah. So go ahead and, and make sure that you have your therapist on speed dial because, you know, your little trigger moments, you, you need somebody who, A, is qualified, not your friends and them, <laughs> right? Who, yep. who, who's bitter from their last three relationships? No, <laughs> you need somebody who is outside of the situation and can give an objective opinion, professional opinion at that, on what it is that you need to do moving forward. So for me, I take a moment to um, just evaluate some stuff before I jump back in. And then when I'm, I'm ready to jump back in, you know, I'm coming with a fresh pair of eyes, not tainted you know, like (laughs) trying to beat the new dude with the old dude stick, like that's a no-no. Right. (laughs) So I I get that some people are all, the quickest way to get over the X is to get with the next garbage. Don't do that. (laughs) Because now all you do is you have a string of hurt people hurting people. So it's not a case of jumping, what do they say? Is it jump back on the saddle? To kind of... Yeah, it is. You know, some people do that. I personally don't recommend it. I don't recommend it because they're there. And I'm talking from either perspective, male and female, especially if it was a long-term relationship or a relationship where you've already met the parents, you've already met the family, you've been to the holiday dinner, you know, like you don't just, you don't just get up one day and be over that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Ready, man. Like, no, I don't. I've already accepted you're crazy. You've accepted my crazy. No, <laughs> now I have to go find a whole new set of crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> what, what, what about what about the 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 um the habits? I mean, is it nice mm-hmm. to open a door and be a gentleman <sighs> or be a lady Listen. or you know, you go first, you. You order your drink first, this type of stuff. Is it nonsense? <laughs> no, listen to me. I went on a date, a couple of dates actually recently, a couple of dates with one person. Let me say it like that. On our first date, he did open the door and he did all that stuff. And at the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if this is a first date habit and not truly who he is at his core because I'm the girl that says don't start something that you can't finish so right. if you're not a door opening guy don't do that <laughs> because now okay. you've, you've built an expectation and I expect you to do it all the time wow right? that's amazing <laughs> yeah so don't start something that you're not prepared to finish so if you're not a door opening guy don't don't do that on the first day don't don't do that <laughs> so he did all of that 
But what made me to know that that was who he was at his core was we, we went across the street. Well, he, he positioned himself on the side of the road where the traffic would be coming. And when he did that, I knew it wasn't an act because most people wouldn't even think to do it. Right. And so it's the little things, if you're paying attention, you'll know. So if I, if I bring a date to McDonald's, she's going to expect it all the time. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> you know, yeah, because, well, I don't think she'll expect it all the time, but then she'll know, hey, maybe you're the guy that can do both. Maybe you're the guy who can be down home as well as you can be the guy who can be fancy. That, that's right? interesting you said that. That's, a, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it, it's when, 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 even when I'm with, talking with, with uh, friends, they're always kind of wondering why they've been dumped dumped after two or three <laughs> two or three dates i mean some some are kind of lucky they make it to the third date usually after the first one they're gone don't do it guys mm-hmm. just be yourself just yeah <laughs> don't 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 do that i mean again this is this is my personal experience maybe everybody's not like that maybe you want to be impressed on the first date i don't really want to be impressed i want to be comfortable i want to i want to feel with you like you're somebody I can be with all the time and be myself. Yeah, I want to be able to feel like you're not going to look at me funny if I pick up my chicken <laughs> and eat it, you know? Like, I don't want to have to always be the knife and fork person while I can do that. And if the occasion calls for it, it can happen. But with you, I want to feel comfortable. Because if I'm not comfortable with you, I can't be myself with you. I can't let my hair down with you. Then no, that's not going to work. Not for me, at least. Okay, so what about then, right? Say you're on your first date or your second date. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if the man in this situation Mm -hmm. doesn't initiate holding hands or a peck on the cheek or a peck on the lips, does he get Mm -hmm. struck off then? Because he's not showing Absol- his, his manly qualities. Is that how it works? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> 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 because again, here's the thing. Society is so physically driven. Like everything has to be how attracted I am to you. And truth be told, that fizzles out way quicker than you think. All right. So if we, if, so if we start off hot and heavy... Like, where do we go from here? Right. Like, so it does fizzle out quickly. Are we talking about it, weeks or months? Um, I guess it depends on the couple. Right. It depends. It depends on the couple, and and some people are touchy feely, so maybe for them it might last a little longer. Some people are not so touchy feely, and so for them, like by month two, like, dude, you still hold, come on, like, no, I can hold my own hand. You know, it all depends <laughs> on who you are. <laughs> Again, these are the things like conversation through conversation. Sometimes I I realized I told, I remember telling one guy, I'm not super affectionate, right? I said that to him. And uh, about two months in, he goes, you know what? I need the affection. Okay, cool. I get it. No problem. So that didn't work out. And then I thought about it because, you know, I won't lie. It bothered me a bit. And I thought about it and I was like, hey, it's not that I'm not super affectionate. I just wasn't that into him. Because when I looked back on some other relationships, like, yeah, I was on top of things. But with him, it wasn't. And then I realized, you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. I just was not that into him. And did you go back with him? 
No, no, no. because he, he needed, because here, here's where I am in life now. I'm at a, a point of I'm not doing back and forths anymore. I'm not doing makeup, breakup, makeup, breakup. We're, we're not doing that. We're grown. And what I didn't like about it was we didn't have a conversation. Like, had you said, to, because again, I'm, I'm a person who lays my cards on the table in the beginning. And I ask him several times on several occasions, if I'm going to be with you, if you're going to be with me, what are the things that you need from me as a mate? I ask that question on several different occasions. And you know what he said to me? Tell me, tell me. Oh, you're absolutely perfect just the way you are. Things with you are so easy. Like, I've never been in a relationship with somebody who was so easy to talk to. This is all the crap he fed me, right? right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So how do we get to a point of two months in, now you're able to say to me, you know what? No, I need the affection. But I ask you, what is it that you needed from me? And you didn't come to me and say, let's talk about this because I'm realizing now that I'm in this, that I need more of this. You didn't give me an opportunity to change it. You didn't give me an opportunity to work on it. You ended it. So no, no second chances for you because now we're grown, (laughs) you know? We're grown. (laughs) Do you you think he was kind of trying to stop the possibility of hurting your feelings? Although you're asking him this, because don't forget I mean, I'm sorry, man, but we're a little bit kind of mm-hmm. stupid sometimes where, you know, it's it's right in our faces and we're, you know, we're being told, yeah, what's wrong with you? And we're like, oh, we're fine. We're okay. Or tell me what's wrong with you. No, we're okay. We're right. fine. And then months go by. She's gone. And you're like, well, where's she gone? Well, you know, I did ask you. I tried to fix the relationship, but, you know, I, I've gotten bored now. I've moved on. So, I mean, do you think maybe with all sympathy for him, I kind of try to back him up here. Do you think maybe that he's he was worried about your feelings? Is that okay? I mean, or is it just once you ask the question, we must answer it? No, and that's and that's fine, you know, that you that you're worried about my feelings. But again, it was it was way too early. It was way too early to be anything but honest, is what I feel. Right. right. And I know that in in the inter, you know, in the beginning, a lot of us try to put our best foot forward. But I felt that we didn't we didn't get started on those superficial things it was this is what it is this is who I am and I think from both sides like cards were laid on the table and so I was a bit taken aback because his motto was anything can be solved with a conversation that was his motto and I thought to myself well this is refreshing (laughs) (laughs) so two months later right so Two months later, when you hit me with, you know, I'm going to walk away because you're not affectionate. But what? <laughs> but everything could be solved with the conversation is your is your deal. So how how is it that we didn't have a conversation about this? I, I was I was taken aback. And so then and so here's what happened. So two weeks later, you send me a message. Hey, checking on you. No, 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 no. Because I told you I don't do let's be friends when I'm done. So you don't need to check on me. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's a sassy, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Ah, oh. you see, like, not a spice no. there. Mm-hmm. No, how, how did he, not, how did he take that? Then? Well, you know, the first, to be honest with you, the first time I let it slide. First, the first, hey, checking on you, I let slide. By right. the second, I'm checking on you. No, 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 
what you're trying to do is have my good conversation without the commitment. No, right. you're not going to piece me together with somebody else to make the perfect woman. You're going to have to take the good with the bad. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Like, you're not going to call me to get your mental stimulation and then go to somebody else. To, no, you're, you're creating the, this is not build a woman. No, you have to take the whole woman. Yeah. And so if you're not able to deal with that, then I'm not for you. Wow. I mean, have have you ever had a situation throughout your, your dating, when I say dating career or dating life, which is the best way to put <laughs> I think, it? I think my dating life. I don't want to be a career dater. <laughs> dating, dating life. I mean, have you ever had a situation where you kind of, you've been with a guy and you thought it was, you know, it was okay and then you dumped him and then after you dumped him, time went by and you went, ooh, I kind of made a mistake there. Has that ever happened to you? Or is it just a case of once he's gone, move on? No, um, I think that happened to me very early on. I think I was maybe in my 20s. And I go, oh, shoot. Maybe <laughs> maybe I was a bit too sassy. Right. Maybe I, I should have reeled that sauce in a little bit. So yeah, I do feel like at some point, you know, and that's why I take time after relationships to evaluate me because yeah that's good advice because I don't want to make that same mistake with someone else and is that somebody else now in Hollywood as a famous actor (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) no like damn it oh my word how how could he he leave me so what about then (laughs) how about you know obviously this is uh you know, aviation related as well. And aviation Mm -hmm. professionals, they work shifts and they're away a lot. And I mean, have you any advice or suggestions for airline or aviation workers in general who are trying to find love? Sure. And I I said earlier, um, you know, you have to find your level of crazy. And I don't really mean that in (laughs) in terms of, you know, crazy as in deranged, but you just have to find what works for you. So maybe for a writer like me, somebody in aviation is perfect because sometimes I need that away from you time to be in my creative space. You just have to find what works for you. Or you may be with some, or you may need to find someone who's uh, an introvert who needs that alone time just to regroup. And so I think everyone can find their equal. You just have to be paying attention. You just have to have the conversation with the person to find what works for you can you then i mean you're you're, you're the uh, host of your own podcast show uh which is tea time tuesdays so what mm-hmm. can our listeners expect from your podcast obviously it's much better than this one but what can they expect no actually it's, <laughs> it's really not because i don't i don't really have guests on my podcast um it's not something that i ventured into to as yet and maybe i will going forward but i actually have a blog and like i said my blog is pretty much about my dating life and I'm very transparent about the things I've been through and so I give I won't say advice but I feel like people like knowing hey I'm not alone and I think if I can tell you how I navigated a situation you don't have to take my advice but maybe it'll give you a different perspective on how you can deal with what you're going through and so my podcast is really me reading my blog and that came about because a lot of people like after having talked to me, they go and, you know, and we're texting and they go, why did I just read that in your voice? And I thought that was interesting. And so I said, there are just certain things that I say that you need to have heard, you know, like you have to hear me say it. 
in order for you to get it. And so that's really where my podcast came from. And so futuristically, I'm looking to start doing guests and all that good stuff. And so once, you know, it's a little more established, then I can do like how you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't worry, Raquel, your podcast will be much better than this one, I can assure you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can be like you and reach out to somebody on the other side of the world to talk to, you know, and I think that is so awesome. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, talking about awesome, I'm actually looking at your website here at the moment, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, do we say HTTPS these days? Why do we put that in instead of just a www? anyway it's um it's, it's i don't know why we do that but anyway uh, www.raquelsharon.com and you mm-hmm. have some it's a really cool website i have to say it's a wonderful picture of you on the left hand side mm-hmm. and then we have mm-hmm. this scribe and then it has my chronicle meet cute i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go too much into detail because it'd be quite good if people actually get on the website and can read more, right uh, story time articles story time podcasts and let's connect i mean where else are you on uh social media are you on the instagram and yep i'm on instagram and i'm on facebook and i think i'm on twitter yes i'm on twitter as well and can people so, connect yeah. connect with you directly can they email you and find out or ask you questions or they sure can they can reach out to me on any of my um my social media handles which all of them are the same at raquel sharon it's r-a-q-u-e-l S-H-E-R-R-O-N. So everything is uniformed because I'm very anal like that. No, it's okay. Knock, <laughs> so, knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, so everything is, is just one thing. So you only have to remember one thing, Raquel Sharon. And you'll be able to find me. You look up the Sassy Scribe. I did it the other day, Google myself. All right. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> what did you find out you about know, yourself? I to, yeah, I wanted to make sure my SEOs were working. <laughs> so, All right. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I can see a lot of people going to your website. I mean, your website is really, really cool. How many, sorry, how many episodes have you, have you completed of the podcast oh, or the blog? I think I'm up, I'm up to 36 episodes. I'm oh, season wow. one and season two. Yeah. You're an and, I'm trying. What I'm, you know, it's actually, it started out being something that I wanted to uh, work on my consistency because I, you know, people tend to start things and then stop. And I really didn't want to do that. It was actually an ex boyfriend of mine said to me, the only thing that you're consistent at is being inconsistent. And let me tell you, (laughs) that changed my whole life. That's a very, he sounds like a wonderful boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. Yeah, it was mean in the moment. But Mm. if I was honest with myself, he was spot on. And so from that moment until now, anything that I put my hand to, I try to be consistent at it. Wow. No, I'm actually, John, I'm doing here as well. I'm actually looking at your catchphrases. And I think I'm going to ask you one of them before we go. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay, here we go. I'm going to pick one of your catchphrases. So we need to get one. And okay, we have to pick one. There's a few of them. Okay, here we go. Uh, Of course, if the roof is on fire, you need water, silly. Can you explain? You know, back in in my day, I'm an 80s baby. And uh, house, uh, kid and play, house party. They they had that, the roof, the roof is on fire song. We don't need no water, just let it burn. Okay. (laughs) But that makes no sense. Why would you let the roof burn if you can just put water and out the fire? 
Yeah. So the whole the whole premise behind the catchphrase is if something in your relationship is burning and you have water, if you value that relationship, why would you let it burn? That's a pretty cool catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> you allow them. I'll be, I'll be uh, listeners get in touch with Raquel on, on our website because she can explain all the other ones. I could go through them all now. Um, I'm not gonna, I'd love to say this one, but no, it'd make it more interested to talk to you directly. I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Raquel, for chatting with me today on uh, mm-hmm. Aviation Zero. We'll put all the links into the podcast. And as Raquel has mentioned, you can contact her directly on the social media platforms for all you kids out mm-hmm. there. And yeah. uh, you can proceed directly to her uh, wonderful website, uh, which is www.raquelsharon.com. So thank you very much, uh, Raquel, for chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me, David. My pleasure. Onwards and upwards. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you.